ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host Ted Weston, along with my crew, OG Will, the New Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, Rep Amy Veronica, the Temptress Witch Ivy, the Executive Nelio Cuomo Costa, the Presenter of the Key, Kevin Key, and the Cuz, Cousin Mike, bring you the best content in wrestling podcasting. It's the indies, it's the pros, it's anywhere you go. Let's jump right in to Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio. I am your host, Ted. We are here on the Rewind Wrestling Network, and I am here with the whole cast of characters, minus Kevin Key, because I had to resuspend him for telling people to slide into Ivy's DMs. Now, this time, listen, I, admittedly, I only suspended him a little bit this time because he was kind of funny last week, and people liked it. So, uh, Ivy, you're just going to have to deal with him you know, telling people to slide into your DMs. It is what it is. You're going to have to get over it. Uh, so, with Not that a safe be- working environment. Listen, HR already sent you the reply about that, okay? They, it's in your text messages. You were told to read your text messages, okay? So I'm going to appeal it. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. You just just appeal it real quick, and, and I'll make sure HR gets back to you tonight. I promise. Um, okay, so listen, fans, we are going to be talking a little bit about AEW tonight, and I'm just going to preface this. Um, I told you so. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, if you are, uh, if you're a mark for AEW, um, you know, and, and listen, I, I've AEW's grown on me over the years. And those of you that have been listening to this show for a long, long time, uh, you know that AEW and I have not always gotten along. Um, and I, I've I've called it WCW 2.0 for a long time. Um, I still believe that to be true for <laughs> for a, a good portion of of what we get from AEW programming. Um, but what I, I also believe is that there's a lot of people there that are working really hard to make a good product for people that want to see what they want to do. So I, I don't fault them for that. Um, however, right now, AEW is just in all kinds of um, a hot mess. So let's, uh, let's dive in a little bit. Let's talk about the state of AEW. Um, you know, and there's a plethora of things that we could talk about. The fact that, AE, that MJF has been removed from all the promotional materials per Warner Broadcasting, uh, the fact that your heavyweight champion, your newly crowned heavyweight champion, just had to have surgery and he's out. Uh, the fact but he's that, not giving up the belt, and he's not giving up the belt, so they're doing another interim champion. Uh, there, there's just there's so much happening right now that the fact makes, that they added another belt, yeah, yeah, an, another mid card t- championship. Yep, that's what they needed, another mid card championship. So let's uh, let's dive into it. But if you're an AEW mark, please know that we say these things with love because we are wrestling fans. And listen, for for people like Cuz and I, we don't have to call fans. me out like that. Listen, <laughs> you shut your mouth. Uh, <laughs> for people like Cuz and I, we've been around a long goddamn time watching wrestling. Okay, um, we have seen companies rise. We have seen companies fall. We have seen companies be like the Phoenix and, and try and come back, like Impact's trying to do. Okay. Um, we are wrestling fans and we, we, we want to see the biggest, best product from every company possible. Um, at the onset of AEW, I said this, and I will continue to say this. I want AEW to be successful. I want to enjoy their product as a wrestling fan. That's what I want, but I also am going to be critical of it because if I don't think it's good, I'm not going to say that it's good. Okay, just like I, you know, Monday Night Raw this week, it was shit. 
on a stick. Okay. Talk about that in a little in a later segment. Yes. Yes, we're doing a separate episode on on WWE. So let's dive in. AEW. There's a lot happening right now. Um, and I I, I want to go to to OG first here tonight because <laughs> o, OG's got some shit he wants to get off his chest. He's just he's oh, man. his hero finally got the belt. How do you feel about that, Will? Your hero, the guy you wanted to see come back more than anything in professional wrestling. He came back and boosted numbers for one day. And then he's been back for seven months and he won a championship over a startup guy. And uh, and now he's hurt at Will. Talk to us. I mean, Mike, you had said it too. I'd, I mean, honestly, I had hoped that his reign was fairly short. I didn't expect it to be a week. If if that, but um, I thought it gave them a a pretty decent opportunity to build up someone completely out of left field, and they just didn't take the shot on it at all. They're pretty much going to give the belt back to to Moxley. It looks like when it really like and like them. The thing that pisses me off more than anything else is that, like, they built uh, Miro up so well with the TNT title, and then he dropped it, and then came back, and now they have this situation where they need another top guy that didn't have to be someone who was already in the uh, the top the top spot, and they're throwing him in into the mid card, th- or for this new mid card title that nobody cares about when he literally could have been the guy with the big belt again. Uh, it's just very annoyed. Uh, or they could have, or they could have swerved it a completely different way and made it two new Japan guys going after the AEW belt with forbidden door happening. Like, I don't know. Will Ospreay who uh, showed up on dynamite that night, but now, then- and then was never seen again. It was Moxley. Yeah. Well, he's he's gonna he's wrestling on Rampage this uh, on Friday. Right. Right. So so will I think I'll be watching Rampage again. <laughs> so uh, let me just let me ask this question, Will. Uh, do do I hear a little frustration in your voice as a fan? A little. A little. How about a lot? <laughs> Welcome to being a wrestling fan. I mean, yeah, I'm just kind of frustrated with wrestling in general right now, but it's more bad luck than it is anything else. So accurate, accurate. Amy, talk to us about the state of A. Talk to us about the state of AEW. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm gonna be a little bit more optimistic. One was this episode a little bit weird? Yeah, but they had their world champion literally break their ankle, so like they were scrambling a bit. Um, I agree with Will. The choice of John Moxley is a little bit uninspiring. Um, I actually, when I, when that happened, I thought maybe there's a chance that the New Japan guys are going to win at Forbidden Door, whoever wins that, which is probably going to be Tanahashi. Yeah. I thought since they were going for that um, CM Punk versus Tanahashi, I thought maybe they were going to put the belt on him and maybe sign him to like a temp contract until CM Punk comes back. But like, 
I don't know. Like maybe I'm just seeing it through rose tinted glasses because I've worked with a lot of these people. I've been enjoying the hell out of AEW. Yes. Do I agree with every booking decision? No, absolutely not. Do I agree with every storyline they're doing? Do I think the MJF thing is down a little bit out of control as seen by the fact that um, TNT or whatever Warner um, apparently didn't much like his promo. So they are either taking steps to um, distance themselves from it or Again, they're just playing into the work. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just a different type of wrestling fan. I've been enjoying AEW. And I, the only criticism that I really have about their product is they need to do with Ring of, something with the Ring of Honor people on a separate platform because they're just, especially with the new belt, and then also trying to uh, bring in the Ring of Honor belts, there's just so much chaos. So they need to do something with the Ring of Honor people. But... Yeah, it's it's really all over the place right now. There, it seems like they, it's it seems like both AEW and WWE had all of their eggs in one basket, and now they don't know what to do. Yeah. Yes. Well, apparently, uh, Ivy says that that people should just give their two weeks notice. So that's her input. So excellent. Because uh, that's the worst part about is it. like they could really like cash in on all of this MJF stuff, but they're not. And they won't. And they won't. And there are reasons for that. Cuz. I know. Talk to us, brother. So right now I think if I were AEW, obviously you gotta figure out something with the world title. I don't want anybody coming in from the forbidden door and winning the title because then at that point it just makes them impact. I don't care who it is. I don't care what fed they are. If they're not from AEW, I don't want them winning the title. That's fair. I don't even care because it's a temporary thing. Um, I think the reason why they're going with Moxley is because when it comes to New Japan wrestling and everything, isn't Wrestle Kingdom coming up? Mm-hmm. Um, hasn't he been working like hand in hand with them since he's gotten out of WWE? Yeah. So he'd probably be the one worker that would be trusted to go into a match in New Japan Wrestling, especially in like a main part of the card, and be able to make who he's working with look good while also it's probably going to end up being like a type of match where like there's not going to be a winner. It's probably going to be like a draw or like or some kind of, like, bullshit, like, you know, finish, or he might just take the clean pin, which is fine. Um, I think right now they are missing an opportunity to push their tag team wrestling to the moon because one thing that I know for a fact is they're not going to put elite guys in their secondary title races the best thing you can do to make up ratings is to put on really good tag matches. And it's like earlier in the thread when I posted my top five title matches and I had Cody and Goldust winning it against the Shield. At that Mm -hmm. point, there was nothing really great going on and they had a ratings boost of, you know, it's like John Cena, like career John Cena level. Um... It's nice that they're bringing another title in, and it's nice that they're putting Miro into the race for that title because 
I think Miro with any type of title is more valuable than Miro without a title. But I don't think Miro has done enough yet to put himself into the world title spot. I think he needs to still develop a background and a cult following and also needs to be a draw. Like, he needs to have the ratings behind him before they put him into that spot. And right now, he doesn't have that. Right Mm. now on AEW TV, I think the only person who has the ratings and credibility behind them is Moxley. I think Jericho could probably fit into that category as well. Uh, He's too caught up in the the whole Kingston thing anyway, so they can't pull him from that. Yeah. And there's another guy. Like, why isn't anybody talking about Kingston getting the shot with the title? Because... They're in. He's in a. No, no I get that. What I'm saying that he's is, in. Like, in terms of drawing ability, right now, Kingston's a draw. Kingston uh, I mean, I think, I think, I think that would be interesting too. It's just right now they kind of. They could cash in on Wardlow too, but they're putting him in the TNT title picture, which I yes. think is the right call too. Exactly, because with Wardlow. He still has a lot of work to be done. He kind of, like obviously he reminds everybody of Batista, but there was a point when they finally like I think it was like a month or two before he got his Mania title shot, where they finally started putting him in the ring with like elite guys and polishing him and getting him ready to be a credible like in ring talent. And I think they're going to take the steps to do that now. Um, I hope they don't take forever and, you know, the glimmer, you know, rubs off on them. But um, I just, I feel like they do everything backwards. Like, I know Jericho had, like, the star power and everything like that for the first world, world title reign, but I kind of feel like Hangman Page should have gotten the title yep. first then lost to Jericho, then they give it to Moxley. But fans rejected Hangman at first. People were booing him as he came out, and he was supposed to be the baby face. Yeah, it was yeah, weird. It heel. Yeah, but it's... I don't know, I think as far as a start new starter company, Chris Jericho was the person to put it on. Because if someone who hadn't watched wrestling in a while goes, oh, Chris Jericho's a champion of a company, I'm going to turn oh, into yeah, that. I get that. That's why I say that they went with that. Yeah. But I think it would have helped Paige more if they did the Daniel Bryan thing, don't have him win that one match, and then, like, the next night he drops it to Jericho. Like, Jericho does some kind of screwy finish, which brings, like, nuclear heat on Jericho. And then he goes on his tear. And, like, there's just – there's so much stuff that, like, they've just screwed the pooch on. Like, honestly – You've got, oh, God. Um, I'm trying to think of his name, and it. it's just drawing a blank. It's the We the People guy. Oh, J.K. Hager. He hasn't, he hasn't really done much. They could have done a whole entire thing with Hager, because if you look at back at like the history with like Hager in WWE, who did he win his world title off of? It was Jericho. Yeah, like, but um, I wouldn't down. acknowledge that title run with a 10-foot pole, because... Yeah. I tell you what, prior to that title run, he had some pretty decent matches, especially against Taker. 
Yeah, but he didn't have the package. I mean, you're you're always the guy that says you can't just be the guy that can work a match. And Hager can't do anything other than work a match. Yeah, he doesn't have anything. He has the ability to work. He just doesn't have the character behind him. And he doesn't have any kind of connection to the audience. His best character, and they screwed the pooch on it, was when Miro was in WWE... And they had it all set where he was going to go up against him, and he ended up losing against Miro. But, like, they were giving him, like, the Lex Luger push, and the crowd was behind it, man. But, again, it just got fucked up. Yeah. But uh, they've got so much talent in that bed, and for all the talent that they have, like... It just seems like they're trying to scramble to get everybody on TV and try to, like, make it look like... That's the problem. And that's the thing that I was, like, I've said a couple of times, especially when we found out that they were, you know, bringing in all these other guys. It's great to have talent, but when you have that much talent, you then become unable to book it properly and do anything with it because there's just too much going on. Like, they should be having house shows every day with the talent that they have. Like, WWE Mm -hmm. right now... The amount of talent that WWE has right now, I could see them doing a part-time schedule. But with the amount of talent that AEW has, no, they should not be on a t- they should not be on a part-time schedule at all. They should be all out there working every freaking day, going up and down the road. They've got over 150 people. Like I would like love to have a roster of 150 wrestlers that I could go tweak and do a bunch of different stuff. With. Yeah, that's the that's part of the reason that people went to AEW is because they don't work as much as you do in WWE. That's part but of I need the to work indie shows. Yeah, and you can work indie shows and stuff like that. And like WWE's schedule right now, I think it's uh, what the hell did I say the other day? I think it's Friday, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday. Which which is fine, but he, here's the deal: AEW is not going to do that because they want their guys to go to indie shows because they want that indie audience mm-hmm. to be behind them because that's their core audience that group of people that goes to indie shows and they they band together on the internet so they're they're doing the house shows without having to pay out doing the house shows um to advertise their talent i mean because now they have aew on every poster from here to japit you know um yep but i want to even people on dark even people on dark get get aew plastered on their name that's right. That's right. Let's uh let's go to Ivy as she's uh she's mid swallow over there. Uh, um AEW is something that I've always wanted to enjoy, but I find it difficult at times and I don't think it's so much anything to do with just the background of growing up on WWE product, but I think it's more you know kind of what Mike touched on with they have so much talent, it seems like they just don't quite know what to do with it. Um, I also feel like they've tried to overcompensate so much to differentiate themselves from WWE that they're almost becoming too, it's becoming too cliche. Like I'm not, there's not much that draws me for it. And then we fact it factor in injuries. And like you guys mentioned another title, look at WWE. How many freaking titles do they have? It's unnecessary. Have good titles, have those titles mean something and book shit right. It's not that hard. Don't book changes just to be on pay-per-views. 
and it's interesting. Yeah, changes. it's it's interesting because watching Hell in a Cell, like there was what one title match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what? Yeah. And, um, and it was actually was one on of the. the and you got twenty freaking titles. Yeah, like, backlash too. Yeah, but like Hell in a Cell was actually really good because there weren't seventeen random title matches. Well, that's the thing. It's like there's just so many that it becomes so difficult for them to keep up with that we actually appreciate those, like, non-title matches these days because it actually gives us storytelling. It kind of sets people apart so that we can see where, you know, some of the talent is doing really well and other talent is not. And it just it's it's the good common grounds to have, which is great. And I kind of would prefer to see less of those, you know, pay-per-views or premium live events that we're calling them now, um, you know, that are like every single match is for a title. I mean, if you look back in the day, like all the pay-per-views that we watched, it wasn't always a title match and they were great for the most part. I mean, you know, we had some flops here and there, but (laughs) we had, we had a couple errors that were a little iffy, but, um, I mean, I just, listen, you, you grew up in that 2000s era. You can't say that shit about 1999, 1998. Yeah, I was about to say, let's talk about me. Um, <laughs> but, let's see, who else? but kind of what I'm getting at is like, okay, for someone like me with like ADHD, I feel like AEW is just a big ADHD cesspool sometimes. There's just too much well, going nothing. on. Look at the like, guy running it. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guy, the guy, the guy's like his, his. You know, some people are wrestling bitch face, right? Tony Khan gets on the mic and he looks like he did a line every time. Every single time. Oh my god! Right? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know if I've ever seen Tony Khan blink. <laughs> no, he does, but it's like one of these. It's like. <laughs> all right i had to collect myself there for a second you know what so, i need more of i need more hook housing that's what i need well uh, you, know, you know what i was about to say <laughs> because kev's not here to say it you know what aew really needs no we we're no it needs oh. goldberg it needs goldberg it's that's 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 right. what it needs god well, he used to the aew he'd be able to jackhammer people without dropping them since they're all 150 pounds <laughs> That's true, honestly. Could you imagine could you imagine with a straight face Vince McMahon's booking him and he's like, and you're gonna go up against Keith Lee and you're gonna finish him with a jackhammer. <laughs> I can't. I can't. All right. Well, listen, my friends, let us know what your thoughts are on AEW's uh, current situation. They, they just added another championship. Their champion, their heavyweight champion is hurt. They're going to have an interim champion. MJF seems to be all over the place. It, is it a work? Is it not a work? No one really knows. Oh, and Brian Danielson's hurt. And Brian I... Danielson's hurt. And Adam Cole is hurt. You know, um, <laughs> you know, t- all these ex-WWE guys that, that he's paying more than, paying more than Max. They're all getting hurt. Just saying. Everybody's um, hurt. I'm hurt. I mean, we're not talking about mental state. I mean, um, nobody's stepping up. Nobody's stepping up. That's right. 
So let's see if somebody does. In the meantime, my friends, let us know in the comments below. Hit us up on social media at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Amy says it's completely okay if you slide into her DMs. And we will catch you next time here on the Rewind Wrestling Radio Show. Thank you.